All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. There's lots to tell you about, so listen in over the next few minutes and get a jump start on your day. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 26th of September. The big news comes from the banking space and it's a developing story many of you will have been tracking. The board of private sector lender Yes Bank has decided to request the Reserve Bank of India for an extension on Rana Kapoor's term as the bank's managing director and chief executive officer. In a statement last evening, the bank said it was decided that the RBI be requested for an extension up to at least 30th of April next year for finalization of audited financial statements for the financial year and thereafter up to September 30th in order for the AGM process to be completed. In the other big story, that of ILNFS, the chairman of LIC, VK Sharma, told reporters after a meeting with the finance minister that the shareholders of the insolvent infrastructure firm would not allow a contagion to spread from ILNFS and would consider all options to revive it. In other news, the government expects PSU banks to recover 1.8 lakh crore rupees this fiscal from bad loans, more than double the amount achieved in the previous year. This is according to Financial Services Secretary Rajiv Kumar. In big news on the economy, many of you will have been watching crude oil prices and its impact on India. Here's an update. India is not planning to buy any crude oil from Iran in November, raising the prospect that Tehran will lose another major customer as US sanctions hit. Indian Oil, Bharat Petroleum and the other Indian companies haven't asked for any Iranian cargoes for loading in November, according to officials at the companies. But final decisions on purchases aren't due until early October, so the refiners could still change their minds. That's a Bloomberg story. High crude prices are clearly a worry when it comes to India's economy, with Brent still hovering above the $80 per barrel mark. And speaking about the economy, India's fiscal deficit rose further in August, inching closer to the government's budgeted target for the financial year 2018-19. However, it remained lower than what it was during the same month last year. It stood at 5.91 lakh crore rupees at the end of August, which is 94.7% of the budgeted estimate. By the way, a constitution bench of the Supreme Court will today rule on the validity of the Aadhaar and if the government can make it compulsory for citizens to avail everything from phone connections to welfare benefits. Watch out for that on the website today. In international news, President Donald Trump reasserted his America First perspective in his address to the United Nations on Tuesday, chastising regimes in Iran and Venezuela and offering a blunt rejection of the multilateral foundations of the very body he addressed. He criticized US ally Germany for its energy ties to Russia, drawing puzzled looks from the German delegation and insisted that other countries must respect US sovereignty before urging them to reject socialism. China has said it's open to talking on the trade dispute, but it needs the US to show sincerity and not put a knife at Beijing's throat, according to a top official. The US trade restrictions are responsible for the stalled talks and any resumption is up to them, according to Wang Xiaowen, China's vice commerce minister. 
In international markets, U.S. stocks ended mostly lower on Tuesday with the S&P 500 and Dow losing 0.1 and 0.3% respectively. The tech-heavy Nasdaq climbed though, ending higher by 0.2%. In Asia this morning, the Nikkei has started the day on the back foot and was lower by 0.2% last I checked. It's now over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning Darshan, how's it looking? Hi Alex, good morning, good morning everyone. The start seems to be decent. The SGX Nifty is indicating a gap up of 60 points. So expect a positive start after a good rally that we saw in the second half yesterday. But in stocks that you need to watch out for, Yes Bank Board forms a search panel to identify the current CMD Rana Kapoor's successor. The board has seeked extension for Rana Kapoor's tenure till September 30, 2019. Uh, that is close to one year from now uh, from the RBI. Uh, most of the brokerages that have come out claim this as a non-event now. As far as Glenmark Pharma is concerned, they will consider a buyback of its foreign currency debt worth $200 million on September 28. Minda Industry Board approved setting up a new manufacturing plant of two-wheeler alloy wheels in Maharashtra. The investment will be around 500 crores for the product and uh, it, the products will start coming out from November 2019. So that's a positive for Minda Industry. Uh, and BEL uh, held an analyst meet and they have said that they are confident that the worst case impact is 100 basis points on the margins uh, because of the new norms that have come in. In terms of bulk deals, IIFL has acquired 9 lakh shares in Ujjivan and Tamarind Capital sold in 72 lakh shares which is close to 1.6% stake in ICICI Lombard General Insurance. The two IPOs that are going on is the third day of Garden Reed Shipbuilders and Avas Financials is the second day. But uh, the, the subscription numbers have been very, very dismal as of now. Lhasa Super Generics has been removed from the ASM framework. And in terms of brokerages, Macquarie has a note on Jubilant Life in which they have put them as the top pharma pick on the mid-cap side with a target price of 1192, which means a potential upside of 60%. Credit Suisse has come out with a note on the India NBFC sector and they say it's not, the, it's not yet the time to do bottom fishing in the sector. And Morgan Stanley finds Titan attractive. They've raised the target price to 1250 from 1120. They're saying that the risk reward is firmly skewed on the upside, which is led by accelerating revenue growth and operating margin expansion ahead of market expectation. But there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts. For that, log on to our website, bloomberquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you'll be prepared for morning trade. Thank you, Darshan. That's all we have for you on this podcast. But as always, do check out the website BloombergQuint.com over the course of the day for all the live updates on the markets and everything else that's important in business news. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.